Dads on Dayquil would like to draw your attention to the fact that the following content is made up of humorous adult material and is intended for a mature, not easily triggered audience. You have been warned. Josh, go ahead and finish that cracker. I'll intro us into this thing. The Dads on Dayquil. I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I am Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stone. You are in for a treat. We've got dad jokes, dad stories, and dad games for your ear holes. Dad Jeopardy, Dad Feud, Dad Libs, Dad Tips. Tips? What kind of tips are we talking about? Well, he heard definitely not what you're expecting. This is Dad's on Dayco. Let's get it. What's the difference between a leopard and a cougar? Uh, leopard's not in my bed. Close. A leopard can drag something twice its weight up a tree. A cougar can drag someone half their age into bed. <laughs> That's good shit. Um, well, let's just get into it. Dad's on Dayquil, episode 110. I'm Gnome. I'm Dome. I'm Stone, baby. I, I do got to say right off the bat, uh, big congratulations going out to the Happy Hour podcast. Uh, yep. A kind of celebration of ignorance. They set the uh, world record for longest recorded podcast. We were blessed to be part of that experience with them, along with a lot of other shows. And it was a good time. Proud of you guys for sticking it out. That would have been um, a hellish ordeal. God. Fucking kudos. Mike, you stayed yeah. up the whole fucking time. Jesus Christ. 40 fucking hours. My God, dude. Love the shit out of you. 100%. Holy fuck. I would never be able to do that. Better you than I. Oh, God. I was sitting there like, <laughs> they were like, do you want to do you want to come on to close it out after the Bleach Bros are done after our segment? And I'm like, nah, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. <laughs> like, what a bitch thing to say to two people that have been up for 40 hours. <laughs> No, that's a dad thing to say. There's zero fucking chance that either either one of us would have made it that that entire time. Like we've done 36, 37 hours straight before in our lives. There's been plenty of times when all three of us have stayed up for days. But right now, mm -hmm. at this point in our life, there's zero fucking chance that we're getting on here to do a 40 hour straight podcast. Thousand percent. You know, it's funny. I was thinking, and I was like, you know, if I was like 20, maybe I could do it. And then I was like, oh, wait, these fuckers are older than me, and they're doing it. I got no excuse. Dude, we're no having excuse. a hard enough time putting out 40 single-hour podcasts <laughs> over the course of months. <laughs> Little of 40 in a row. And we record once a week. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But on that note, if you want more of the dads... In our struggle bus, you can check out our link tree. That's l i n k t r dot e e slash dads on Dayquil. Uh, right at the top, you can check out our Patreon. You can help sub to that and help support us. And with that, you get two extra episodes of these filthy motherfuckers every single month. Hell yeah, baby! And if you want to hear my daughter break the world record for the longest grunt while trying to poop out a fucking Jolly Rancher. Uh, sign up for our Patreon. Trying to poop out a trolley, dude. I, I so I was. Let's just get right into dad stories. So I got two of them. I got one that's funny. Uh, the first one I was once again folding laundry, walking down the hallway, and I hear just fucking grunt, loud, mean ass grunt, and I'm like, "Lily, are you okay?" Because I knew she was in the bathroom. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I think the Jolly Rancher's coming out whole." <laughs> for fuck's sake, child. Like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'll be fine. Like, all right. All right, good. But so 
let's be real though. Like we've all had those moments where you're on there and you feel like you're giving birth, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that you have to look because you're like, I gotta see this thing. Yeah. And then you yeah. look down and you're like, a fucking acorn. Where God, is it? it? Where is? Do you ever have the height of poop? The ones where you look down you. and you're like, I I know I felt it come out. Where is it? Poof, and it's gone. Yeah. Where's you it remember at? Remember when you were a kid? Did you ever? Did you ever think that there was like a poop gremlin that like that stole your poop? <laughs> no, <laughs> but no? it makes uh, sense. Yeah. Um. So now, uh, on the serious side, so all jokes aside, I had uh the scariest moment I have had as a father, uh, just happened today. So um, I I hear the the front door open and Grayson's trying to get the dogs back in. So I go over because he has a hard time. They don't really listen to him. Mm. Go over to get the dogs back in. And I see Callie is in the front yard talking on the phone. So just for whatever reason, curiosity hit me. And I was like, hey, are you, you, know, you okay? Who are you talking to? And she was real hesitant. She didn't really want to answer me. So I asked again, no, no real pressure, right? Like uh, just a basic dad question again and she answers me with i'm talking to my girlfriend and i was like okay um who's your girlfriend because this is new news to me right i'm like all right well so who's your girlfriend she tells me the, the girl's name and then she says um we've been going out for a little while is it okay i didn't tell you because i was scared that you would get mad i was like well obviously i you know i don't care honey you've had girlfriends before it's okay She's like, okay. I said, where did you meet this person? And she said, online. I went, okay. Mm. When you say online, where? She said, Roblox. Said, okay. I said, I would like to know more information. Can you tell them that I that you have to do some chores so we can talk? Sure. Okay. So she tells this person, and I get about four seconds before of this person's voice before she hangs up and it did not sound like a 13 year old person shit Mm -hmm. like okay so now the internal instinct in me is immediately kicking in this Mm -hmm. protection this dad protection is coming out uh i i realize quickly that i need to stay calm I, mm-hmm. I cuz I'm not going to get anything out of Callie. She she is already starting to get defensive because she can sense it. And she's mm-hmm. going to shut down. And she's going to shut down. So mm-hmm. I I I make sure she she understands, you know, you're not in trouble. I just want information. I care about you and I want to know about your life. I want to know about the things that you care about. This is a new thing for both of us. So I would just like to ask you some questions, just basic questions and I want you know, the truth. Um, you're not in trouble. I kept telling her you're not in trouble. You know, I kept giving her that reassurance. So we start talking and she tells me about how she has been talking to this person for a little while now um, on Roblox and they they had asked for her phone number. So she gave it to him um, and that she didn't tell me because she was scared she was going to get in trouble. And um, I, I said, OK said it's you know it's it is what it is it's over and done with now so let's keep moving forward and let's answer some more questions give me some more information so we go forward and at one point she had told me that she actually met this person in person when she went to New Jersey mm. and it ended up and it scared the shit out of me for obvious reasons right yeah it ended up being something that i think she inadvertently lied because she wanted me to feel safe that this person was real, um, which is, is scary in itself. 
be mm. right because yeah, that, it, that takes a level of thought to do. Yeah. Um, a lot of calculation. Correct. So that kind of that kind of had me. And at this point, I hadn't talked to Cassie about anything yet. I was still gathering information so I can kind of assess the situation appropriately before taking it to her. Right. I, I don't want to make any rash motions in any way, in any direction at yeah. anybody. Yeah. Um, but I was fucking boiling. Oh, I bet. God, I was boiling, dude. This was this was the hardest thing I've ever had to fucking stay calm mm-hmm. with to date. And. So I get the phone number. I get some more information from Callie. I take it over to Cassie. I start talking to Cassie. Cassie's like, well, I thought she was talking to this person that she met, this girl that she met at the beach when they were in New Jersey with my mom and which this girl I knew about. My mom had met her. My aunt had met her. Like this girl was Callie's age. Like they they had met at the beach. They introduced each other. Like my mom met her, like her parents. This was a thing, right? Okay. So Cassie thought or told me that she thought this is who she was talking to. So it's like, okay, so that's where there's some miscommunication. So we've got that ironed out. Cassie's like, I never, ever told her she could do any of this. This was not something that I was aware of. So we continue, I do some research, find out that this fucking piece of shit is a 40-year-old man from Florida with a laundry fucking list of criminal charges. All right. Well... It's time to bust out new toy I just got. So, yeah. all right, we are definitely taking action. We will yep. be we will be moving yep. forward tomorrow. Yep. Um, but the next fucking hardest thing I've had to do in my life was to break my daughter's heart mm-hmm. because I just told her that this person that she had been talking to and intimately talking to, like talking to her about her feelings and her problems and how she has been coping with the divorce with me and Cassie and all of these things having, having, cause I read the conversations. Like th- there were some close conversations um, for an 11 year old. Anyway, you know, some of them were, were a lot of them were basic, but there were some, there were some feelings that were put out there. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Having to break your daughter's heart to tell her that this person that she thought was her friend thought was her girlfriend was not even a real fucking child her age watching her absolutely be fucking crushed was and now you gotta like break her innocence as well yeah you gotta let her know the fucking horrors of the goddamn world yeah shit's at your fucking doorstep god damn it and if anyone is even remotely like me the one thing you want to do is put a bullet in this fucking piece of shit. Oh, today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not even uh-huh. going to deny that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I don't even want it. It sucks that I have to think that there is a chance that our system is going to fail us mm-hmm. and that this fucking asshole could potentially do this to anyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't catch it, if I didn't happen, if Grayson didn't happen to open the door to let the dogs out, I don't know how much longer it would have been yeah. before I found out. Like this was the perfect storm for me to fucking figure this out. Mm-hmm. She was keeping it from me. I knew she was on Roblox, but we we have many conversations about not talking to people on Roblox and giving them your phone number. This was not something that was new to her. She knew she wasn't supposed to do this. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I, the, the sheer fucking 
anger and terror and heartbreak that I have felt in the last 12 hours has been immense. Mm. I almost didn't even get on tonight. I'm not going to lie. I I almost didn't even get on tonight. But you two and this podcast have a way of keeping me sane and helping me rationalize some of these things in my life. So it was what was right for me. Yeah, I'm going to take my shirt off for you. Hold on. Sorry. That was involuntary. Um, Aaron God, and dude, Jake. Why are your traps so fucking... You just can't lift your shoulder. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Aaron and Jake, uh, you guys are listening. Fire up those wood chippers. Um, we got work to do. We got a cross-country road trip coming up. Mm. Uh, he, I already, I already did the research to figure out the hotline and to mm-hmm. get all. The, I have all the information to turn this fucking thing in. I've mm-hmm. got screenshots saved. I've got all this stuff taken care of, and I, I am going to do this the legal way, mm-hmm. which that's the best way to go. better fucking work. Yep. Now you said that he had a laundry list of criminal yeah. charges. Mm-hmm. Was this on there like previously? Uh, what do you mean previously? So uh, when I when I like, look like a situation online, like this, yeah, uh, no, this was not one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was not one of them. It was uh, criminal charges like like breaking and entering. Um, there was a hit and run. Oh, like real shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, does Florida have a three strike law? Because this fucker actually could go away for life. If I think they I, do. I don't know. I, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that's that's a Florida does have laws and rules like that so it, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a three strike law so fuck yeah so that's my dad's story so uh parents because i know you're out there listening i know there's a couple of you like four of you even if you think you're fucking talking to your kids because i'm um, trust me we do we we communicate with our kids. Mm-hmm. We we are very open, and we do our best to make sure that our kids know that they are safe to tell us things. Mm-hmm. Just double check. Always, always. Double Florida check. does. We are we are in a fucking day and age where mm-hmm. it is no longer a joke. It is no longer fake, and you cannot be overprotective anymore, which sucks. That sucks. Well, Stone, do you want to bring up the mood a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, fuck, dude. Like, that is, like, my worst fear about being a dad, but also a girl dad. Because the majority of times it happens to girls and not boys. And that's fucking terrifying. Jesus, dude. Uh, Yeah, that sucks, man. It's sad. uh, It's, It's really sad. It is sad. What but, makes what makes sad people jump? Bridges. Oh, I thought it was getting a twenty year life sentence for that bullshit. Mm. See you when you get out when you're sixty. Pew pew. That's all I'm saying. Um, so, kind of two interesting things that happened. So, we flew back in from Fargo on Monday, and Avery was an absolute terror. Oh, no, he was the worst. Like I was so fucking mentally and physically and emotionally exhausted and drained on Monday because I dealt with her for like five hours, not listening to me being an asshole, just running amok. And she didn't do anything too terrible, but it was just like, like 
like little shit. Like she really wanted to like pound on the guy's chair in front of her. And I'm like, oh. stop, like fucking <laughs> stop. It was right? like a combination of like, like super boredom and, mm-hmm. and just ornery and tired. Yeah. Because like yeah. the Denver flight was like an hour and 20 minutes and she was occupied the whole time. This is a three hour flight. Yeah. It's different. So, like halfway through she's restless and she's tired and mm-hmm. like that's the point where I literally like I grabbed her hand and I'm like you need to stop now and then she just goes limp noodle in her seat going <laughs> and the last thing I need is someone to look over and go oh don't you know there's another uh, you know one of those abusive dads like no like you don't understand what the fuck god damn it right and it was just dude like it got so bad she got some good sleep but the next night it really hit her like really hard. And she threw a tantrum over me, not taking the lotion out of her bedroom. Like it was so mm. stupid, so stupid. <laughs> like I had been slacking on putting her lotion on my, my kid has really sensitive skin, like really yeah. sensitive. And I have to get her like shampoo and conditioner and soap. That's like scent free. I have to get her lotion that doesn't yeah. have like alcohol and shit. Cause she'll that's just Lily. fucking break out. That's Lily. Yeah. Yeah. You have this. So I was like, you use the Sierra V lotion? I use a Lush. There's an organic yeah. lotion from Lush that works really well for her. And it's, and it's worked since she was a little baby. Good. And uh, so I put this lotion on her nightstand to remind myself, hey, asshole, go ahead and get your kid <laughs> lotioned up so she doesn't break out. And she was like, hey, go put that back in the bathroom. And I was like, no, baby, we're going to leave it here. No, you have to listen to me. Put it in the bathroom oh. now. And I was like, "Uh, no, you need to like check yourself. And then it went tantrum like that and she's screaming at the top of her lungs and she's screaming so hard that she's straining her voice and now i'm getting pissed and i'm like you need to fucking cut your shit and then it was just like horrible it was so bad it was her just screaming into her pillow and screaming into the air for like 30 minutes and grandma's sitting there like what the fuck happened i was like i didn't take the lotion out of the room and she's acting like she broke her leg again (laughs) what the fuck is going on i was just so overwhelmed and i was like okay duly noted don't take a toddler on back-to-back trips. <laughs> shit. No shit. It was just yeah. so fucking much for her. It was so much. But also kudos to that little girl because she had a blast. She had a great time. And it was a great <laughs> culture shock for her. So I think the positives outweigh the negatives by a 51 to 49 kind of a thing. Shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, what happened this weekend is I bought... Season passes for Cowbunga Bay, which is a water park here in Vegas. And the season pack uh, for next year also include the last month this year. And I was like, cool, let's fucking go. Because the amount of times that we were going, I was calculating. I was like, dude, we better get the fucking season pass because this kid loves the water park. And I do, too. Oh, it's amazing. It's great. Yeah. And it was it was 90 bucks each. And the perks you get out of it, so fucking good. Free parking, half off food. You get shit comped. Like, it's great. So I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And we were there. We're about halfway through our day. We sat down and we're eating some cheeseburgers. And this little girl that's like maybe five, like she looked like she was about ready to start kindergarten, just walked up and sat at her table. That's so cute. And I was like, uh, hi. Hi. And Avery looks up and goes, daddy, uh, hi. What? And she was so confused. Normally, this girl is the most socially fearless person ever. And she'll talk to anyone. But she was thoroughly confused. She was like, why is this girl sitting here with us, dad? And this girl had a napkin, had a packet of relish, a packet of mustard, a packet of ketchup, uh, one of those little salt packets and Mm -hmm. a pepper packet and puts them all in a row, like an OCD row on the table in front of her. And she's sitting there looking at it going, hmm. 
I'm going to eat the salt first and grabs a salt packet, rips it open and just throws it back nice. like a fucking pixie stick. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, little girl, where's your parents? And she looks at me and goes, no. <laughs> looks back down and goes, one, two, three. I was like, hey, sweetie, where's your parents? Where's your mommy and daddy? No. <laughs> what? Said no, bitch. So this goes on like my goddamn minutes. relish first. This goes on like two minutes and I'm waving down one of the staff and I look, I turn around and she gets up and bolts. And I was like, uh, uh, I'm thoroughly confused. She goes up to another table, grabs a water and just like walks off <laughs> and like disappears around the corner. So like the lazy river and I'm sitting Jesus. there at the food area like, what the fuck is going on? And I tell the staff and someone from the staff went over to try to look for her and I didn't see her the <laughs> rest of the time. AG's like, see you on the news. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? This girl just tosses back a packet of salt like a pixie stick. I'm like, what the hell? Mm. The fuck was That's that? That's crazy. And it was so weird that even Avery, like I said, she's the most socially fearless person ever, yeah. was thoroughly confused and was like, why are you here? What? Ugh. No, baby. How was your week? It was pretty good. Um, Pretty uh, generic week. We did. Uh, I did a follow up on last week. I talked about having to pump up my son's tires and teach him that lesson. Mm-hmm. And so this today, um, <clears throat> he was feeling a little bit under the weather during the week, so he didn't ride his bike to school. But today we actually mapped out his uh, what his bike ride is going to be, and we had him test it. And in a true dad fashion, uh, I had him ride it while I drove the car and yes. followed along. <laughs> yes. yes. And so, he, but he made it there and it's it, it's actually nice because where we live, there's a, a trail that runs like through mm. half of Kingman. Yep. It's right by our house and that trail goes right to his school. Fuck yeah. So he, and he doesn't have to cross like the busiest road that he would normally cross. It mm-hmm. actually goes underneath the road oh, and then back dope. up on the trail, which is cool. So we mapped that out and that's good for him. Um, that and Ellie is a damn daredevil, man. This, this child, (laughs) she took Elias's old gaming chair. It's one of those rockers and put it on its side just so that she can crawl up and stand on the chair. And she likes to see how much she can balance before she falls off. She's (laughs) like zero fear. So get that kid into surfing. Yeah, got a little got a little wakeboarder right there. Hell yeah! yeah. And then earlier today, I was doing a I was doing a fantasy football draft, and I was sitting here in the closet doing my draft, and I hear her screaming, and I'm and it's just in this next room, like pissed off screaming, and I turn, I'm like, what is going on? Her and Elias were playing hide and seek, and she was underneath our bed, and Elias was trying to get her out, and she was pissed off because she didn't want to come out from underneath the bed. <laughs> so she was screaming great. at him and she's That's got that down great. where when she gets mad she like yeah. just clenches her fists and screams like mm. red in the face screams ridiculous i don't know that's fucking great i wonder where she gets it from but, mm. you know, that's a good question actually it is it's a great question <laughs> i don't know i don't think that's a you thing jordan i've never once seen you like Get so angry Never. that you're like that. You're very methodical and you're very nope. like you take your anger into your words. Mm-hmm. And like if you, you can go fisty cups with someone, but that's not your initial intent. It's to like 
It's usually my like, words. Demerit them with words. Yeah. yeah. Where she does have my temper though is when she gets mad at something. Like uh, earlier in the week, this is a good one. It just you made me uh, jog the memory bank here. Earlier in the week, she w- we were eating dinner and she was chomping her food, but on purpose. Like she's looking at us and she's going yeah. mm-hmm. like that, right? <laughs> and she all of a sudden stops and gets this look. And I was like, "Oh, did you bite your tongue?" And then she starts crying, grabs her plate, and fucking throws it. <laughs> and I'm like, "That's me. That's a hundred percent me. That's you. That is a hundred percent me. Yep, that is a hundred percent me. It's not my fault. It's the food's fault. Fuck <laughs> yeah. this food. This I'm fucking food. Shit. Yeah, that's a hundred percent me. Yeah. Do you guys uh, know how you organize a space party? No. Mm. You plan it. Oh. Ooh. Oh. I like Ooh. it. Oh. Hey, speaking mm. of planet. Yeah. You know what planet, what universe I like? What universe do you like? The Ben Stiller universe. Oh, I Ooh, thought you were going to go with the spin of like like Planet Fitness versus Globo Gym. No. No. There's no, no. They're no. not in the same, they're not in the same universe. They're they could be. Universes. They could be. No, absolutely not. We're better than you. You know what is know in the it. same universe? What's that? Heavyweights and Globo Gym. One hundred percent. That is the yeah. same character. That's the same yep. character. That's it's, yeah. It's I was gonna bring that up. It's the same character. <laughs> yep. Okay. And and so speaking speaking of that, let's do Ben Stiller. We've talked about this for several weeks, and I do. I have an odd honorable mention that I have to throw out there first, and it's okay. not, it's only because it's a cameo of Ben Stiller. Okay. And that's the tenacious D pick. Yes. Yes. His yes. character is only in that movie for two to three minutes, maybe yeah. four minutes max. But max. It's, Ben Stiller has this knack for playing these weird characters like yeah. that in Pick a Destiny and yeah. or like or Tom Cruise or Tom Cruise <laughs> or Tom oh, Cruise. God. Dude, yeah. his fat finger story like amazes me. He's like, I'm only doing this if I get fat hands. Ben Stiller's like, what? Fat hands? Yeah. Do you understand the prosthetics? I don't give a shit. Fat hands. Yeah. All right. So let's hear it. AJ, let's go with your top five. What do you got? All right. So my honorable mention is Zoolander. Oh, I hate Zoolander. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And that's why it's an honorable mention is that there's certain parts of that movie that's so fucking hysterical. Like when the yes. guys are playing with the gas, like the <laughs> yes. playing the fucking it, gas, and then one lights a fucking cigarette. Ugh. It's so uh, hard. It's so hard to take any of that movie seriously. I can derelict my own balls. Thank you very much. Oh. Yeah. So like it's it's very corny and dumb, but mm-hmm. he, but the way he does his character, it's good. Yeah, yeah. and I love when he's walking in the mines, <laughs> oh. fucking like model walk. He's yeah, in the mines. With the, with uh, stupid get up. Yeah. Number five, meet the Fockers. Oh yeah. Okay. Like when I was thinking of the three, and I was like, God, I think the Fockers is my favorite one of the three because oh my favorite yeah. part ever when he's on stage drunk as shit. By the way. Pam's pregnant. <gasps> Fucker. <laughs> Ouch. And he just falls and hits the stage. Yeah. I burst out in tears laughing every single time. Uh, number four is Heavyweights. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, it's one of my favorite performances of him of all time. Because it's like so fucking out there. Yeah. And just so crazy. And it's such a such an interesting trope character that he played. Mm-hmm. And it had such a pivotal... Uh, you know, it was 
that that whole story was based around him. Like without yeah. him, you wouldn't have fucking had that story. And it was just so goddamn good. The arc so of tyrannical. that character too. Yeah. Like the, the arc of that character. He starts off like a little crazy. Like he, like he starts off <laughs> as somebody that you're like, all right, like this dude's a little out there, but I could dig it. Like he's, he's got motivation. And Unorthodox then by the end, methods. Okay. he's shattering fucking glass on the ground. And he's stepping on it. And you're like, oh, fuck this guy. Is Jewish or big time arc? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so yeah, like goes into my number three, which is like, I believe like you guys do same universe as the same guy. And he went, you know what? I need to go to a place where people appreciate this lifestyle and being fit. <laughs> and I'm going to run a fucking gym. And that's dodgeball. Like my favorite thing ever is this fucking pump cup. Because oh, up, yeah. uh, up until that point, the only time I've ever seen that was Ted Nugent. Because yeah. Ted Nugent used to wear the fucking pump cups and yeah. his fucking dick would look so fucking mammothly large. And it was hilarious to me. And then I saw that and I was like, that's what that fucking shit is. Holy fuck. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. And it's so funny. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Michelle. God. So many quotable lines in that movie. Over the years, Jordan, Matt, and I, my brother... Yeah. We fucking yeah. quote that movie like crazy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, number two, and I specifically was like, okay, I he's made so many rom-coms. I need to have one picked out. Because if I had a top 10, the other three rom-coms would be towards the bottom of the list. So I picked out the best one for, for my second, which is There's Something About Mary. And Something About Mary is my favorite out of them. Like Heartbreak Kid is good. Long King Polly is good. But Something About Mary is my favorite. Like, can you imagine... Like you're over there just like pledging your love for this girl that's like that's a woman of your dreams, and then yeah. in comes fucking Pro Bowl MVP <laughs> Packers superstar yeah. quarterback Brett Favre, and you have no shot. You're just a fucking ordinary guy, and he just comes at like now, like that's the fucking funniest shit. And he's walking through the parking lot like crying, <laughs> like that shit kills me every time. My number one. Tropic Thunder it has to be Tropic Thunder. Like, God fucking damn it. Never go for retard. That movie is just creative genius. Oh, it absolutely. deserves all the awards in the world. And you know what? That movie can't be made today. No, no, it, it cannot. Can't. It cannot. No. <laughs> it, it cannot, cannot be made. <laughs> and you know what's like funny is I, um, one of my favorite things, uh, ever is a, the Joe Rogan interview with Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx talked about it and he was his he had a very important view on it was like, you need to let actors do their work. And this is part of their work is portraying people. Yeah. And if someone's that good to where they can portray someone that is way outside of like a normal comfort zone, but does a fucking amazing job. Mm -hmm. Why shit on it? Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> what do you mean? You people. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? <laughs> you people. <laughs> And we're walking through this uh, hot jungle. Good thing I got some booty sweat. <coughs> I said Nance. Oh, <laughs> Lance. What the fuck? Did you say Lance? Sound like you said Lance. Everybody goes gay uh, once in a while. That's my dad's favorite line, and he yeah. still says it to this day. Everybody goes gay once in a while. <laughs> oh, fuck. What about you, dumb? So I, I have... I actually have three honorable mentions um because I can't do just See, one. Like top ten. Yeah, <laughs> it was tough. It yeah, was really tough. tough. And I actually and I left some out, right? So I'll make them quick. Madagascar, because that those 
those cartoons are fucking hilarious. Yeah. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I actually fucking love that movie. It's it's unassuming and it's good. Um, and then Starsky and Hutch because it's so mm. fucking dumb. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, but here's my top five. So at five, I got Meet the Fockers as well. Fockers. Um, at number at number four, I have a different one that most people forget about, but Mystery Men. Mystery yeah. Men was fucking great, especially for for its time. It's dumb, dumb comedy, really cool drama. Loved it. I have Tropic Thunder at three. You make me happy. Because I I actually thought that there's something about Mary held a little more for me. Yeah. Um. Just just because of where, when it came out and and when I saw it and where I was in my life. Um. And then number one, uh, I actually have heavyweights and dodgeball as one movie. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! I should have went. <laughs> I have it as a prequel and a sequel, so I love they're it. my fucking one. A, my one and one A. I I couldn't decide. Dude. They're they're in the same universe. They're, you can't tell me otherwise. And they are phenomenal movies. I I almost did the same with something about Mary. I almost did something yeah. about Mary slash Polly slash Heartbreak Kid. Like yeah. I almost did that. I almost yeah. did it. So uh, yeah, mine uh, honorable mention the watch. I I had Ooh, the watch in yes. with with our okay. Vince Vaughn top five. Yeah, and I love the watch. It's a great it's movie. Good. It's oh, it's yeah. different. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that fucking dungeon sex scene, dude. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I gave that other honorable mention of Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Yep. Uh, so at five, I would go with Meet the Parents. That's my preferred one out of the okay. series of the Fokker movies, it, just because it's the original. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's fantastic. Uh, I'm going to go with Starsky and Hutch okay. at, at four. That was Still on my good. list. Yep. It's yeah. a good movie. Um, at, at three, oh, man, it's so tough. At three, I'm going to do the dodgeball heavyweights combo because I did okay. have that as a combo. Attention campers, lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. Deal with it. Yeah. Nice. And at number two, I actually have the Night of the Museum movies. I, I love them. I, yeah. They're kind of like National Treasure with Nicolas yeah. Cage for me. Yep. If they're 100%. on, I'm going to watch them. 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch them and then I got to go yeah. with Tropic Thunder as number one. Just because yeah. the... Yeah. I mean, and I could even, you could pick me on a different day and I'll have a different set a in different those five. five. Same. Yep. Like yeah. there's something about yeah. Mary d- belongs in that, in that yeah. realm too. He's, mm-hmm. he's done so many. It's one of those things you forget how many movies Ben Stiller's actually done. So many. He's, he's done got 147 so action credits. Yeah. 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 So many. And he does such a good job getting into his character. Whatever so character oh, he's yeah. portraying, portraying, and it's funny that like you brought up the Madagascar. I actually hate those movies except for really? the third one. I love the third one where they're really? like the, the circus. circus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually really enjoyed the third one. The other two, I just I could never get into them. I uh, I don't know what it was. But... It was like early in the CGI game, and I yeah, yeah. I, I think I get where you're coming from because like I I love to watch that here and there, but it's kind of an eyesore a little bit, but it has like such a good story and what a star fucking studded cast that oh, guy absolutely. Movie had jesus well, yeah. you look at a lot of his movies a lot of his movies have so many like night at the museum yeah. night at the museum yeah. has so yeah. many people that play in that and uh, tropic thunder tropic thunder Trop- the, yeah i mean the, the well, list... fuck, even something about mary has has a fucking yeah. great cast. especially for that time yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so uh, there's actually a dark 
there's actually a dark conspiracy theory behind um, the penguins of Madagascar. If you come over to the next uh, Patreon's extra dose, I'll tell you about it. Hell yeah. I like it. I like that. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. Pew, 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 pew. What, what's your absolute favorite Ben Stiller character out of all the movies though? Like number one character, not movie, but character. Is it, is it from heavyweights? Is it Tony? I think so. Yeah. 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 Tony. It's tough. It's tough not to go. It's tough not to go with Tropic Thunder because mm. it's so diverse. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think it's Tony for me. But what's funny about Tropic Thunder is his character, he's playing a serious role, even yeah. though it's it's not yeah. like the movie's not meant to be serious. He, he's trying to portray <laughs> trying. a serious role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it would be t- the, in terms of character. It's it's a tie between those two. And But like you just said, though, like you, you can interchange these movies on any given day. You could catch me in a week. And and I, like I could feel differently. I could revisit any of these movies and think differently about them. Like right. they're all good. You're not you're not gonna miss with any of his movies. No, no, yeah. you won't. Yeah, and they always make the news like every time. Yeah. You guys want to take a uh, quick news break? Hell yes. yeah, let's do it. Breaking news. Well, I've got news for you. Well, I got some bad news for you. Welcome back to Channel D News. I'm your host, Squirt Mudbottom. Joining me later, Chip Sell It Quick from the Streets and Storm a Blowin' with a weather update. In our first story, Motor City Madness, Detroit, Michigan. A giant slide in Detroit reopened Friday to people willing to see if its modified surface was a bit tamer days after people were fucking thrown head over heels over a metal slide it's longer than 50 feet guess what it didn't change people are dying left and right take that chip what do you got from the streets thank you scratch the world has some amazing stories of notoriously horrible celebrity tippers we come back to another segment of I have too much money and want to throw it figuratively and not literally in your face, bitch. First shitbag on my hit list, Tiger Woods. The best golfer of all time is known for many things, but leaving a good tip is not one of them. Many accounts have come back regarding Mr. Woods' shitty public service etiquette, from taking back a $5 tip while betting 10000 in blackjack to leaving a change on big tabs. One report said a waiter gave Tiger a bill for $196 dinner. Tiger's response, leaving $200 and asking them to keep the change. It looks like he was too busy sticking his tip into numerous women that was not his wife instead of tipping service for the outstanding service. What an asshole. The last shitbag on the list is Britney Spears. This crazy cunt has been in the media for years for her conservatorship and mental illness controversies. But one part of that scandal that does not get enough attention is how piss poor her behavior is towards waiting staff. Multiple accounts have come in from servers stating she acts like a diva spoiled brat bitch and does not tip. She probably would end up taking the victim claim rabbit hole route stating she was not allowed to touch her money. I have a tip for you. How about you don't touch your hair and parent your children better bitch? The taste on their lips? Abandonment. This has been Chip Sell It Quick. Back to the esteemed Mr. Mudbottom. Free Britney. Drive for show and putt for dough. Storm, what's a blowing in your neck of the woods? 
Hey, what are you doing? So, you're looking for the weather or some shit? This is Uncle Paulie here. And, you know, uh, I don't know. My buddy Storm asked to uh, ask me to cover this shit today. I don't know. He he said that he had something to do. He's currently preoccupied with Miss Johnson at a trampoline park. Did, did you know that in 1965... George George Neeson tried promoting his creation, which was the trampoline, by jumping on the trampoline with a kangaroo, thus making the kangaroo the first animal to ever jump on a trampoline. That's pretty fucking cool, huh? Yeah? I said that's pretty fucking cool, huh? Yeah? Okay, whatever, you fucking losers. Anyway, my I'm pretty sure that uh, Epstein, that Epstein guy, you know him? He had a bunch of trampolines on his island with how many kids he had there at one time. But, uh, oh, yeah, you guys wanted the weather, right? Yeah, it's uh, hot and humid, and that ain't changing anytime soon. Look, it's it's like for the next week, it's going to be warm with a side of humidities. Good luck, fuckers. Thank you, Polly. Uh, well, I don't know. Got much to say about that. From hot and humid titties all the way to San Diego, California, the San Diego Zoo Safari Park on Monday announced the arrival of male white rhino born to the first-time mother. Following the little white rhino came Ace Ventura right out of her pussy. Do not go in there. For Channel D News, Woo! I'm your host, Squirt My Bottom. Joining me, Chip Quick and Polly. We'll catch you next time. Peace out. Hey. My nickname in high school was Right Rhino. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hey. God damn, the horn on Polly. Holy shit. <clears throat> that guy's swinging like a woolly mammoth out there. Holy damn. Yeah. It's a <laughs> fucking trip. Do you guys know the three rings of marriage? Hmm. You got engagement ring, then it goes wedding ring, and then it goes suffering. <laughs> I'm somewhere four? between two and three. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, a fucking hand comes out the side. <laughs> I'm Take stuck that, on cock ring. Sorry, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, oh. what have you guys been watching lately? You guys, you guys been digging on the tube at all? Anything you'd like to recommend to the Dayquil Nation out there? So I haven't had a whole lot of time to watch too much TV. So I'm, I'm, there's a few shows that I want to watch. Like I want to get caught up on Umbrella Academy, the new season of Umbrella Academy and Peaky Blinders mm. and Sandman mm-hmm. on Netflix. I've heard Sandman's um, good. So have I. I've, I heard it was really good. Um, I'm. I, we were currently watching Game of Thrones trying to catch up for the newest spinoff that's right. come out. Yeah. Um. So we're trying to kind of plow through those at night, like right before bed kind of thing. Right before plowing through. Yeah. yeah. Or while you plowing know. through. While yeah. plowing through. Yeah. Double I mean, plow, it's game, baby. It's Game of Thrones. Like, you can do both. It's about come to be on. Game of Bones. That's right. And uh, and then the boys. We were watching the boys for a while. <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> Um, but that's really it. Like, I mean, I know it sounds like a lot, but it's it's really not because like it's taken us so long to get through what we've gotten through of mm-hmm. Game of Thrones and the boys, you know. So I rewatched Game of Thrones not too long ago as my nighttime show. Like I'd watch mm-hmm. an episode yeah. going to bed, and sometimes yeah. I'd fall asleep and just pick up where I remembered last. And exactly, it was actually amazing how fast I plowed through that. 
like we're, damn, ten seasons. It, or, I think we're on know. season four, and yeah. we've only been doing it for like a month, and we really yeah. don't we don't we don't watch. It's the same kind of system, right? Like it's, right. it's mm-hmm. a night. So, yeah, I'm excited for the new Game of Thrones. I a lot of people have asked me about it because I was really big into Game of Thrones, but mm-hmm. I, I just want to let it percolate. You know, I want yep. yeah, same. I want there to be episodes. I don't want to watch it on a week to week basis. I'd rather I'd rather binge when I can choose yep. to binge. So I'm gonna yeah, let it exactly. run for a while. Yep, same here. Yeah. That's why that's why we're going back through and watching all the other seasons and and that way we have that fresh in our mind when we can binge a whole season of it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I uh I'm <clears throat> excuse me. I'm in the same boat for waiting for um House of the Dragon to complete and then watch it cuz I don't want to go week to week. I'm just over that, you yep. know? Like when yep. I was younger and I used to wait for the Walking Dead to come on or Sons of Anarchy or any of those shows like that was the norm. But now yeah. with everything being so in your face readily available, you know, so often like fuck Uncharted just dropped on fucking Netflix. Like I can't wait to watch that shit. That oh, was dude, just it's, theater X amount of time ago. It's not bad. But uh what not I have been watching, I haven't been watching too many shows, but the shows that I am watching, I'm watching The Wire. And I'm watching uh, Sopranos and nice. I had I had stopped halfway through Sopranos a while ago and I just picked it back up and I watched the first season of The Wire years ago with my buddy Casey. And I was like, fuck, I need to get back into The Wire because that is such a goddamn good show. And I got HBO Max now. Let's go. Um, so I've been watching those and I'm, I'm uh, two episodes in the sixth season of uh, Peaky Blinders and goddamn mm. such mm. a good show. Mm. And I love that it's only six episodes. Yeah. And uh oh Dome, you were totally right about season five. It was like the whole season was like, okay, is anything gonna happen? And last two episodes you're like, okay, something happened. Jesus yeah. fuck. Finally. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's fuck that's crazy. It's a crazy show. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, what I've been uh actually listening and watching <laughs> lately is uh this podcaster's name is Sean Ryan, and he does the Sean Ryan show, and he was a SEAL in uh SEAL Team Three, I think, or SEAL Team Four. And he has a uh, production company and uh, it's called like Vigilance Elite. And he sits down with Green Berets and he sits down with Navy SEALs, Marine Recon guys. And these guys are detailing in depth about encounters they've had. And uh, he actually sat down with the guy who shot Bin Laden. And he was go- and he is also the guy who saved Marcus Luttrell. And so he talks about both of those stories. I'm sitting there the whole time. And this is like a five hour podcast. And I'm like, Jesus, this is fucking amazing. And then he sat down with this other Navy SEAL that 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 dude, this guy got shot in the fucking face and had so many reconstructive surgeries. And it just goes to show the training and the mental fortitude those guys have. And he was so bummed out that he had to get kind of retired from combat. But he still stayed in the SEALs for like 12 years as a commander. And it's like those guys like inspire the shit out of me. And I just started school and a bunch of other shit that's like super ambitious. And that's what I need to surround myself with right now is just lessons and stories from people who are just insanely ambitious and have insane drive. And I love listening to those guys because those guys are so fucking inspiring to me. Like there was this guy on there who's a Green Beret who is still an active Green Beret and he has one leg. He got one leg fucking chopped off from getting shot and he's and he fucking went back in with a prosthetic and is still conducting missions like goddamn if you want some inspiring shit go watch the Sean Ryan show holy fuck 
those men and women that have served like kudos to all of you but holy shit those are fucking different people they're god different. damn i'm so yeah. fucking oh absolutely. so fucking proud and so happy that we have those people like protecting us and like jocko willink listen to jocko willink podcast podcast there's another navy seal fucking insanely crazy i watched a thing i watched a thing about the mindset of a navy seal and it it was about doing pull-ups and he was trying to teach i can't remember if it was his buddy or Mm -hmm. or if it was his family member he was trying to teach him how to get into the mindset of a navy seal and the the what he did was he had him do pull-ups and he told him he's like all right you're gonna do 100 Mm pull-ups and the guy's like i can't do one like, what yeah. are you talking about? I can't, I can't do one pull-up. I've never done a pull-up in my life. He's like, well, you're going to do 100 right now. And he stood there, and he made him do one pull-up at a time. Mm-hmm. And it took him like five hours, but he did 100 pull-ups in five hours. And he goes, yeah. okay, now you're going to rest, and we're going to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. And that's the mindset. The mindset of those Navy SEALs is that no matter <laughs> how, what it takes, we're going to get it done. Yeah. And he said after two weeks – after two weeks of training with this person, he could do he could do a hundred pull-ups in a matter of thirty minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking Those nuts. guys are on another level. <clears throat> and, he, and he said it was all, it was all about training your mind mm-hmm. to not feel the pain, to yep. not feel the negative. Yep. And it was about pushing through what your what your brain is telling you you can't yeah. do because your body can do your body can do all of these things. Yeah, that's not what's stopping you. What's stopping you is your mentality. Yeah. One of the craziest stories I heard in that podcast was these seals got in this firefight and it was a shit show, no cover. And they're out in the middle of the open, just getting sprayed by fucking AKs. And this one guy got hit and he's pinned down on the ground. This guy gets from behind the only cover they had, runs to him, grabs him, drags him back, gets shot three times and is spun around and sent to the ground each time he got hit with a fucking PKM round and gets up and grabs him and drags his ass back to cover while this dude is bleeding out. And he fucking gets him back. Like, God damn. Holy shit. Those fucking dude. Okay. Those people that serve. Fucking, I can't, oh this is the God. second time you lifted that fucking jug. <laughs> okay. For all of our fucking, our non-visual listeners right now, Jordan has lifted this fucking like 64 ounce gigantic <laughs> yeah. fucking jug up a no, couple it's, times. It's a gallon. It's a gallon. It's it's a gallon. gallon. God okay. damn. This Get thing it, is fucking, it's massive. It's bigger than his head. And all I can think of is that video with Burt Kreischer where he's like, where Tom's like across the table from him. He's like, what are you drinking? He's like, Kool-Aid. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. Team. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, yeah, no, I always drink. I always drink this thing full of Kool-Aid in the morning because it, it, dude, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. I can't take you fucking seriously while you're drinking out of that because I know it's water. I got to the bottom <laughs> portion and my straw wasn't working. So that's why I've had to do that because my off. straw wasn't working. So. <laughs> that would have been funny if we just hear. <laughs> that's no. fucking oh, got a switch. Oh, shit. What are you watching? I don't think we've talked about your shows, have we? No, we haven't. You want to? No, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't really give a shit anymore. So, no. No, you <laughs> mentioned uh, uh, Umbrella Academy, which I, yeah. we finished that. And Did so, you finish the new season? Yep. yep was yep. it good? It's really good. I would say nice. uh, the second um, season is still my favorite out of the three, but it's good. Yeah. Um, as soon as the producer gets off her ass and watches, watches the second season, then we'll fucking catch up. The, uh, I'm trying to be nice and not watch it without her. The the thing about that show 
is it's kind of like supernatural in a way because you can constantly bring people back because it's a big time travel thing. So there's not really, you know, if somebody dies, it doesn't really matter because they could come back in some kind of light, which is cool, but it's good. And then when we finished that, we watched the newest season of Peaky Blinders and we finished that. And that's a fantastic show. I highly recommend Peaky Blinders to anybody out there. It's like six seasons, each season, six episodes. They're an hour, except for the very last episodes, like an hour and a half um, because it's the end to the show. Um, Yeah. But first season's a little slow moving, but it's only six episodes. Even so, even, even some of the seasons are slow. But, yeah, but it's good. It's really, yeah. Killian Murphy embodies the oh. role of, of Tommy Shelby so damn well that it's it it, kills it. it. It it's hard to watch anything else with him without thinking of him as Tom Shelby. So right. Um, <clears throat> that and my, my I'd say one of my favorite side characters of that show is Alfie by um. Yeah, by uh, Tom uh, Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. He, anytime he comes on, Summer's like, okay, we really need subtitles because I cannot understand what the fuck he's saying because oh, he's God. got that super, super thick like yeah. English accent. Sick Cockney. Yeah. yeah. But those, posh. Like a deep posh. Those are the two that we're, we just finished. And so now uh, the other thing we're watching right now is um, actually, um, God dang it, what's it called? It's on Discovery Plus. It's... Uh, destination unknown or something like that with josh Gates. okay how is it oh I've, we fucking love it we've Fuck watched yeah. that yesterday and today that's all we watched all day long so Fuck yeah it's fantastic i highly recommend that, i saw a trailer for that show and it looked really interesting and i was like i might actually so sometimes you get you get these because obviously like he's going exploring for these like special finds and stuff and mm-hmm. most of the time doesn't find it but it's still yeah. cool i would say the coolest episode was a a double episode. And I think it's in season four that we're on right now. And it's about uh, finding mammoths and finding their bones. And they're finding them in uh, like Siberia and Mm -hmm. Canada. And they're where these icebergs are, you know, sheets of ice are melting and these mammoth bones are being discovered. It was so cool. It was way cool. So I, I definitely check out that show. So, all right. Well with that, you guys want to throw out some outro plugs. Fuck yeah, baby. What everyone needs to do right now is go to Linktree slash Dads on Dayquil. First thing on there, Patreon. Subscribe to Patreon. You get three, five, or the $20 tier. Three gets you in Discord. Five gets you the extra dose episodes, which is two rolling out every month. And the 20 gets everything plus merch. Hell yeah, baby. Want to get on that merch? Fucking do it. Get dripped in that eternal swag. Speaking of the eternal swag of the Chris Nabar. Go over to the merch site, which is T Public. Get dripped in the eternal dad swag. You want to drop money anywhere else for us? Buy us a coffee. Why? Because we're fucking dads. We've said it over and over and over. Also, you can visit our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, all the fine jazz for all you fine, beautiful ladies and gentlemen out there and whatever the hell else you identify as. Fuck yeah. Let's get it, baby. And before we send off, not that but um before we send off if you're if you followed the dads for a while we have a special october plan coming up and we just wanted to lay it out there now we have another year of a bracket coming out based around horror movies we're super excited for it but also if you like that bracket style that we did for our horror movie madness in year one and year two 
we're doing one for year three. We're doing a mini bracket for one of our Patreon episodes. And we won't say what it is, but we are doing a mini bracket for one of those. So if you want to check that out, make sure, like the stone says, hop over to Patreon, sub to that $5 tier, and get yourself two extra episodes a month of these filthy motherfuckers. I am so fucking excited for Halloween. I am super excited. Oh, so excited for our fucking dude. Our, I'm telling you right now, if there was ever a time to sign up for our Patreon, it is now. It is right now to get that extra dose. It, it this is going to be the fucking highlight of our Patreon coming up. Yep, we Not have we already have our two September episodes planned, mm. and we have our two October episodes planned. Mm. So there you go. Check <clears throat> it out, Dad's on Dayquil episode one ten. Catch you next week. Peace out. Later. That's out. My dick's hard. My pussy's dry. I can wet it for you. Okay. <laughs> Mm. Spread them lips, baby. Speaking of lips, what's the difference between Jesus and a baby? Jesus got to eat before they nailed him. Nice. <laughs> cry, baby, cry. <laughs> <laughs>